Good morning, my friends. I'm Pastor Stephen Brooks, and welcome today to our Wednesday morning midweek Bible study called Morning Glory. I'm very happy that you are here today. We're going to be in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, and I want to jump into the subject of delay is not denial. Who praise the Lord. So maybe some of you, I'm sure some of you have experienced various types of delays, but it doesn't mean that God's not going to do it. Doesn't mean that God has said no. Let's dig into this today and get any of these things that would hold up these delay type things removed out of the way. Praise God. Again, Matthew chapter 7, let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we jump into your word, we ask that your Holy Spirit would bring the illumination to the eyes of our heart, to the eyes of our understanding, so that we can understand your word, take it and apply it to our lives, even today. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, for this illumination of your spirit, and we give you praise. Thank you, Father, that your word works in Jesus' name. Amen. And my friends, we're going to work the word. Hallelujah. Anything that works, you want to you stay on that. Praise God. Now, Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Now, I know it is very possible at times to have delays. And in the midst of a delay, when it seems like the prayer or the thing you've asked for, uh, nothing's going on. Sometimes people want to pull back in the midst of delay and think, well, maybe it wasn't God's will. Well, I would encourage you to probably not go that route unless you've asked for something that is out of bounds or unscriptural. Then we could understand why the prayer is not being answered. But, you know, you get to a point in the Lord where you're mature. You have a good grasp on the word of God. You you have discernment between right and wrong, good and evil. And so you're asking on target. But maybe there's a delay. Well, first of all, let me say that when Jesus makes these type of statements, he's not just talking to try to sound like a religious leader. <laughs> he's not just putting stuff out there, you know, because this is just like some kind of religion. We say nice things like this. No, he is speaking on behalf of the, of the Heavenly Father. And what he's saying is true. And if you do it the right way, you will get the results that he promises, really that he guarantees. So God's not a joker. He's not trying to play around with your emotions or your feelings where you ask, and but it never happens, and God's up there laughing to think it isn't this funny. Uh, he's not like that, and you know that. So if we're asking, and there are these delays that maybe don't make any sense, I believe that if we dig into really what the Lord said, we can remove Various things that would cause unnecessary delays, praise God. First of all, let's take a look at this as we dig, dig into it a little more from what the original statement is implying. And to do that, I think it's important to, in the case of this scripture, to look at it from the amplified version of the Bible. Now, if you don't have an amplified version of the New Testament, then that would be a, a great asset to your library. Uh, if you're not much in the books, 
Well, then just get it online on your phone, okay? The Amplified Version. Now, for those of you that are already familiar with the Amplified Bible, you know that if you're reading through it, it's going to take you about three times longer to read because it's, that, that's what that version is doing. It's, it's expanding and amplifying those original statements. Now, remember, the Hebrew is written, excuse me, the Old Testament is written in Hebrew, New Testament written in Koine Greek, which is a Greek that was used everyday common street language of the people. But even still, although the Greek that was used was a everyday language, the Greek has greater expression than what we have in the English language. Hence, a translation that was needed to kind of unpack it and open it up more. Just one example. Uh, in the English language, we have the word love. And that can get a little bit confusing unless you kind of catch the context of what the person is putting that word love in. Because we could say, uh, you know, to our spouse, I love you. You know, you tell your wife, I love you. And then you turn right around and, and, and say, I love this ice cream. I really love this ice cream. Well, is it on the same level? <laughs> of course not. But in the English language, we don't really have a way to designate that. We could just catch the, the context and we know, uh, you know, how to apply that. But in the Greek, you have different words for love. You, there's at least five and there's other ways to express it, too. So. That's why the Greek New Testament expressed through the Amplified Bible, Amplified Version, can be very, very helpful. So let's look at it in that version. Uh, Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 in the Amplified Bible. Ask, and keep on asking, and it will be given to you. So that's the way it literally reads in the Greek. And seek, and keep on seeking, and you will find. Knock. And keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. So you have to understand there needs to be something in your spiritual nature. Maybe we could call it grit or determination or an unwillingness just to walk away and throw in the towel. Some people, some people, they'll throw the towel in so quick. <laughs> and throwing the towel is a phrase that comes from the boxing world. You know, if, you, if you're the, the manager for your fighter, and he's in there fighting, and he's losing, he's just getting beat up really bad, uh, as a manager, you can throw the towel in that basically says, hey, you know, uh, I, I don't want him to ever, you know, I don't want him to get injured or hurt to a point he can't, you know, after the fight, you know, his, his career is ruined. So that's called throwing in the towel. But some Christians, whenever there's any kind of little, uh, maybe a delay or it didn't quite happen as quick as they thought it would, they just throw the towel in and they say, well, maybe it wasn't God's will. And yet, but yet all the promises are still hanging there. They're still holding that there. And so then they move on to another project and do the same thing and get the same results of not really anything happening. And after a while, they just kind of like, you know, uh, they look at their prayer list and they think, you know, I really haven't really had a rock solid answer to the prayer in a long, long time. And that's when you have to just stop for a moment, kind of dig into what the Lord actually said. Look at the nuts and bolts of it and dissect it and let it dissect you and find the area that could be causing what we would call a necessary delay. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now. This thing of asking is very, very important. Ask, and it will be given to you. Now, remember, God's not playing around. If you work this, you'll see the results. God answers prayer. Ask, and it will be given to you. 
I think there is a natural understanding that if we're asking for something real small, that would be a small faith project. I mean, you could almost reach it naturally, but you're just saying, Lord, I'm using my faith and I'm asking you for that in prayer. We realize that's something most likely because uh, you can almost grab it anyhow. That's probably going to come to pass pretty quick. And I think we could also understand that if it's a large faith project, Sure, there can be some time involved in this because you're trying to work up to something. It would be the same way in the natural if you are, you know, you're trying to run the mile. A lot of people, they want to do this. They want to run a mile under six minutes. For some reason, the six-minute thing is a, is a great goal for many people. Uh, but the fastest you've ever run it is nine. Well, you know, it might take you a little while to get to that six minutes, and you can probably do it, but just keep working and working and working towards it, and one day you'll get there. But you know, if you haven't really been running at all, uh, it could take even longer. So some things you can just look at, and you can realize, yeah, that's kind of quick. We, we're, we can get that knocked off quicker. This one can take a little longer. Same way when you're asking God for something, and you go before the Lord, and you pray, and you really, you really mean it. Well, if it's small, sure, you could probably get there pretty quick. And the other areas, just give God time to work. Let's give the angels time to work behind the scenes. But even still, that doesn't mean something should just be pushed out there into like oblivion where, uh, you know, 10 years go by and nothing's happened. So that would suggest somebody's probably moving in the wrong direction. They're not working this the right way because, you know, if you're, if you're trying, if I'm in North Carolina and I want to go to New York, but, you know, I'm heading towards, I'm, I'm going west, and, and I'm going even southwest. Well, I'm, I'm going to end up in Texas or, you know, uh, the southern part of California. I'm just never going to get to where I'm going. So sometimes we just need to stop, get the proper realignment. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. So asking and, rec and receiving what you ask for, I believe, can be greatly sped up the process between where you ask and there it shows up. I think it can be really, really sped up. Now listen to this. If you're asking is very, very accurate. I know, I know some Christians. They love the Lord. They're saved. They're on the way to heaven. They're, the, the, and Jesus loves them. And he, God loves all of us. That you know. And so, but this is what some of these Christians will do. They'll ask God for something. God, this is really what I want. And then one week later, Literally, one week later, they're like, now, Lord, I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind, and instead, this is what I want. Yep, that's it. That's the one. Yep. And then five days after that, Lord, you know what? I, I, I've changed my mind. And, you know, this is going on and on and on. I think, I think actually the angels just probably stand back and say, well, <laughs> whenever he or she is ready, we're ready. But until they make up their mind... <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're just going to stand back and give them time to figure it all out. That can be a big factor in this thing of why people ask, but they're not really solid about what they're asking. And, and in their heart, if they took the time to slow down and really check on that, they would realize, yeah, I'm not solid when I'm asking God for. I'm not really settled on this. So be very, very careful about that. Praise the Lord. Ask. Now, the, 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 the element of keep on asking is that when you ask and you come back before the Lord again, 
when you really know and you're solid on that, you come back the next time and, and you say, Lord, you know I've asked you for it. And Lord, I know you heard me. And I asked accurately. I'm dialed in. Now, Lord, I'm just believing you for it. And Lord, I'm so glad that you and I are on this project together. And Lord, I thank you for your unlimited power, your mighty power. Lord, I thank you that this thing is showing up in my life and I give you praise for it right now. So that's that element of just bringing it back before the Lord with thanksgiving and praise. You've asked. Hallelujah. You've asked. Mm -mm. Now, there are many similarities here with asking and the seeking. Uh, the asking and then asking again sometimes is that not so much you're asking God over and over for the same thing. You're asking because maybe you haven't quite found it yet. Or maybe you're getting hot or you're getting warm, but you're not quite hot. We're like, this is it. Now I know. So that asking and seeking could run along the same line. Let me, let me see if I could open that up a little bit more as we move into the seeking. Seeking also denotes that you haven't quite found it. Uh, let me say this. Please don't settle and don't take something that you don't really want. Don't settle on something just because you think, well, this is available I'll just go ahead and take it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't settle. Um, Kelly goes with me if I go out to buy a pair of shoes. And whether it's a pair of like, you know, like athletic shoes or dress shoes, unfortunately for me, it's the same thing. Uh, and Kelly is very patient. But if Kelly is buying a pair of shoes, she just picks them out tries them on and the whole the whole process is over with in about five minutes but there's something about my feet and maybe because I used to run you know track and stuff like that when I was in high school and college and so forth that if I get a pair of shoes like athletic shoes I'm I'm picky and I'm not trying to be picky but I'm just like hey that shoe doesn't fit my foot good and there's some shoe companies that are really good companies but if I put that shoe on my foot, it doesn't feel right. <laughs> and, there, you know, there, there's a, like, a lot of good companies like New Balance. That's a great company. But not one of their shoes seems to fit my feet. And I could try on 100 pair. And they just don't fit right. So there's a lot of companies I'll just pass right by. And there's others. They fit really, really good. But is, is the shoe too cl uh, clumpy? Or is the shoe, like, made for somebody that overpronates? And I, I don't, I, my feet don't pronate. So what works best for me? So I have to find something that makes me happy. But when I have found it, and maybe I've looked at, you know, 20 different pairs after I found it, that's the pair for me. And it could be that I, not only will I buy that shoe, but I might stay in that same model, that same brand, that same model, uh, you know, for the next couple of years. Praise the Lord. I'm like that when I go to the uh, coffee drive-thru. Uh, you know, you look there at the, uh, now you go to Starbucks, you know, you got maybe like only five lattes to choose from. And sometimes I'll go there. But there's other coffee places in town. And there's one that I, I like a lot. And you pull up and you look at the board. And there's maybe, I don't know, maybe 40 different lattes you can choose from. And they're all good. Uh, and there was one that I chose that I, every time I went through there, for like five years straight, 
that was my dream. Already, as soon as I pulled up, they'd say, you want the, uh, yep. And they, they, uh, they could see me coming. They already know what to start making. Something happened after about five years where I shifted. And then there was another latte that I tried that one. And I've been drinking that one now for about five years. Praise the Lord. Pastor Stephen, when you're going to change? I, I don't know. But I'm the kind of person uh, that if something's not right, it bugs me. If the belt is not right, uh, I don't like it. If the shoes are too tight and they're hurting my feet, I don't like it. Well, that's all they have available, Pastor Stephen. Well, then, then look, I'll just wear what I have because I'm not, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to accept something that I'm not happy about. And it doesn't mean there's something wrong with what is being presented. It just means that if for me, if it's not right for me, um, I just would rather not have it. Praise the Lord, instead of accepting something just to, well, let's just get it done. And now in some areas, I'm very tolerant, you know, well, this is all that's available on the food menu today. You have this, this and that. Okay, I'll take that, you know, <laughs> I mean, because you're going to eat, you're going to eat three times a day. Uh, some people do, uh, you know, and if I do, yeah, that, that means over a period of time, you're going to eat thousands and thousands of times. So we can't get bogged down on everything. But some things, yeah, you want to, you want to get it right. And some big things you definitely want to get it right. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So don't let a salesman push something over on you and want you to buy it, even though that's not what you want. But see, he may be thinking, this is not a very good thing. This is not a very good product, but we've got a whole bunch of these left in stock and we need to clear these out. So let's, he's been told by the manager, you know, we need to clear all this stuff out. And so sell all that off. And, you know, and so they're going to sell it to somebody, but that doesn't mean they need to sell it to you. Now, if you like it, oh, by all means, uh, enjoy yourself. Get one. Hallelujah. Get two. If it makes you happy, praise the Lord. But if you're like, no, uh, no I, do you have anything else? Well, no, this is, the re this is what we're really, well, that, that's nice. But um, no, I think I'll just wait. I think I'll just wait. I'll come back. Well, we'll have more when you come back. Okay, I'll, I'll come back. Or, you know, look around or something like that. But this seeking, this seeking also means that you're just not settling. You're not going to settle. Well, I like it, but that's that's not uh, that color. I, I I don't know that fuchsia pink. I, I I don't know if I I don't know, I don't know about that. You know, it's good. It's good for like my my Bible notes. I like that color, but I don't know if I want to wear that. You know, so you know, just <laughs> you know, these th there's certain things. It's just the way God made you, and I believe that the asking, the seeking, and the knocking. A lot of it has to do with it getting answered is you just getting it dialed in and that you're really on track and that you know that you know what you want. And then when you do, it is amazing. I'm telling you, when you're settled and you're not changing your mind anymore and you have you kind of done your research, you've sought, you've done the seeking. I tell you, you get into that place where you're, you're locked in. It's it's coming. It's coming. Could even be coming within a week. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, there was something that I was looking for a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I thought that would be nice. So me and Kelly, we went out and we were looking around and uh, various forms of this were presented to me and I was able to look at it and so forth. And each one that uh, was presented to me, I, I just didn't quite feel right about it. 
And uh, not that there was anything wrong with that brand or that model. But uh, for me, um, with the ones I saw, I just thought, um, no, I'm, not, I'm just not quite happy with it. Uh, it it's just not, for, it's not the one for me. And so I asked a salesman, do you have any other options for me to be aware of? Well, he said, well, um, he said, Pastor Stephen, we do. But he said, we don't have any in stock. And, well, he had kind of spoiled me because he allowed me to be made known about one certain uh uh, one of these items they had. I won't tell you what it was. Something special. For me, it's like a cookie. Remember my cookie message? You know, something that makes you happy? It was one of those times to go get a cookie. I just couldn't find the cookie I wanted. So I'm here, and this is not a real cookie, you understand? The cookie is just a, a, like a symbolic meaning of something that makes you happy. And so, you know, I just said, do you have something else? He said, well, we, we have this one, but we're all out of them. But he had one sample, and when I saw the sample, and held the sample and looked at the sample. I thought, wow, that's what I would like. And he said, he said, you can't get one of these right now anywhere in America. Not look, not just here in the county, not just here in the state. He said all over the country. He said, nobody can get one of these. I said, but that's what I want. Now, at least I know what I want. I have, I've seen everything else. I've examined everything else. Now I know what I want. So you know what I did? I went before the Lord in prayer. Now he told me, the salesman said, he said, he said, I will keep an eye out for you. But he said, I, he said, they're not out there. And he said, the manufacturer, uh, you know, they're just, they're not able to um, get them out right now. I said, well, at least I know. He says, well, I'll keep an eye out for you. Um, I went before the Lord in prayer. I said, Father, in the name of Jesus, I said, I know exactly what I want, and I'm asking you for that one. That's what I want. I said, I've seen the others. The others didn't quite satisfy. They're all good. But I know that I know that is what I want. I ask you for it in Jesus' name. I believe I receive it. Thank you for it. Thank you, Father God. Mm, mm, mm. Hallelujah. Today, about two weeks later, me, me and Kelly, were, uh, we were together talking, and Kelly said, she said to me, she said, Stephen, let's go by that store. And she said, I want to see if, um, uh, I want to check on something uh, that was related to her. I said, okay, let's go by the store. I went by the store with her and went inside, and uh, Kelly just happens to see the salesman that had helped me previously, and she, uh, she said to the salesman, hey, have you found one of those for Stephen yet? And he goes, oh, he goes, no, we haven't found one of those at all, and he happened to mention what it was, and one of the sales girls walking behind him, a young lady said, oh. She said, we just got one in this morning. He said, no way. And she said, yes. She said, I saw it when it was uh, received. We have one in right now. He said, he said, we'll get it. We'll bring it out right now. So they brought it out before me. And there it was. There it was. The thing that so many people wish they could be able to get. 
but you can't get it anywhere. You can't get it anywhere. But there one was the, the company, the manufacturer had sent one to this store and they had just gotten it in that morning right before we walked in. And the only person that knew about it was that was the lady who just happened to walk right by when Kelly mentioned it to the man and the man, you know, mentioned it out loud. Woo! Praise the Lord. And there it was. There it was. I said, praise the Lord. I said, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. Look, I think one of the reasons why there are delays that just extend on and on for some of God's people is they just really don't know what they want. They don't know what they want. And they float in this, in this phase, in this interim position of not knowing uh, and that that phase just extends, extends, and extends. And it's not that God's saying no. It's just God saying, I don't know what you want. <laughs> and the truth is, you, you don't know what you want. Woo, praise the Lord. Look, you have to realize God will do it for you. But you're going to have to really dial in. Mm -mm. Ask. Ask for what? I, I don't even know what to ask for. Well, well, when you, when you determine that. Uh, then you can really do some business with God. Mm -mm. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be open to you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. First Samuel chapter 16. We have the prophet Samuel visiting the house of Jesse, who's got quite a few sons. And as many times when God gives an instruction, he doesn't give you the entire manual. He'll just give you a sentence or, or, you know, enough to get you going in the right direction. So he has told the prophet Samuel, go to the house of Jesse. And there in, in that household, there's a son that you're to anoint to be the next king over the nation. Okay, so that's the instruction, and you go with what you have, and of course, when you're faithful with that, more will be given to you concerning revelation and further insight. So he goes, keep in mind, God knows exactly who he wants. God knows who the pick is. Hmm. Very interesting in this procedure of what unfolds. So the first person that pops up, of course, is Eliab. Super handsome, really good looking, seems to have everything going for him. Uh, Samuel thinks that's the guy, and the Lord says, no, it's not him. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm aware of the outside of the externals, but that's not how I choose. I'm looking at the heart of the person, so we know that he was passed over. Verse 8, so Jesse, the father, calls Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. Now watch this. And he said, neither has the Lord chosen this one. Now, you need to start getting like the Lord where you don't accept something that's just pushed over on you. In, in other words, Jesse's like, hey, here's, here's my top boy right here. Here's, here's the superstar of the family. Here he is. This is what you're looking for. But the Lord's like, no, that's not what I'm looking for. Well, that's today's special. That's nice. Uh, and he is special. But I'm sorry. He's not the one. You can't let people in their impatience or their interest determine what it is that you accept when that's not what you want. 
Well, we can't stand here forever. Why not? Or do you have another appointment somewhere? Do I need to come back at a different time? What's your rush? Praise the Lord. See, you're going to have to get like God and wait till you get what you want. Mm. Mm. And if it's not to your liking, because you're the one putting out the money, right? You're, 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 this is pertaining to your life, not somebody else's after the deal's done. They're going to walk away. They're going to, you know, they're going to be like, who cares? He just bought a lemon. <laughs> that car's, the transmission's going to go out on that car. Who cares? Uh, we're out of the picture now. Enjoy it. And you have no warranty. No, no, no. This is your life. This is your life. Don't let somebody push something over on you that you don't even want, that they're just trying to unload because they don't want it. Mm. Be like the Lord. Neither has the Lord chosen this one. See, the Lord's, the Lord's comfortable with rejecting, 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 rejecting until he gets what he wants. Are you like that? Oh, I'll take that. Yeah, that's what I want. Not really, but it'll do. Bring it over here. No, <laughs> no don't be like that. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I'll buy that house. Uh, yeah, it looks like something's wrong with the foundation. I'll, I'll figure that out later. I'll go ahead and buy that one. No, no, no. Do your due diligence. Mm, mm. Seek, 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 seek. Seek for what it is that you, you finally know that this is it. This is it. And then when you know, see, that is the biggest part. When you get dialed in right and you're, you're accurate in what you bring before the throne of God in your petition. You're accurate. You're settled. You're not wishy-washy. You've got God's attention. And you're going to get the answer. And you're going to get the manifestation of what you desire. Then Jesse made Shama pass by. Ooh, ooh, Shama. Mm, with a name like that, you know he's going to be selected. Shama. It has such rich Hebrew meaning. And it did. Beautiful name. Nice guy, wonderful fella. And he said, neither has the Lord chosen this one. Mm. See, this is not a Samuel thing. This is God. This is a God thing. Samuel wanted to get it over with real quick. Yep, first guy. Yep, that's it. Got to be it. Bring him over here. Let's get, get, let's get this done. Let me pour the oil. I got it ready to go. I've got things to do. <laughs> Don't we all? But the Lord, the Lord when it's for him, he's going to do it right. And we need to allow the Lord to instill this patience and this discipline into us. You saved and you saved and you saved and you've got the money. And you're just going to go out and just blow it so quick. And you're not even sure that you, you haven't even looked at other options. Woo, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Mm -mm. Usually the, the best option usually pops up after you've done a lot of digging at the end is when you usually, Oh, I did. Well, wow. That's what actually happens here in this story. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Shama, the Lord sees a beautiful name, but he's not the one. Thus, Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel, seven rejections, seven times. Samuel said, nah, it's great. It's nice. You know, great qualities, great future, but not that of a king. Hmm. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
Hmm. The Lord has not chosen these. Can you do that? Can, can you say, I have not chosen these. I still have not found what I'm looking for. Well, then wait. Wait. Oh, you're going to regret your decision. Well, I asked God for that. Yeah, you just asked him off of, you know, kind of off the spur of the moment. And you, you didn't really dig down. That's why the delay has gone from days to weeks to months to years. That's why. That's why. So we're correcting that today. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And Samuel said to Jesse, and this is, this is something that maybe you should ask the salesman. Are all the young men here? Is, am I aware of all the options that are available to me? Or, or is something being held back here that I don't know about? Because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just not content with what I've seen yet. I'm not trying to be, being, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be like, you know, like uh, Mr. Big Shot. I, I'm just trying to say, hey, this is my life. This is my decision. This is my money that I'm putting out. I'd like to get this right. Is there something here that I'm not available, uh, that I'm not aware of, that I need to be made aware of? Mm -mm. Are all the young men here? Then he said, there remains yet the youngest, and there he is keeping the sheep. Well, why, why didn't you bring him in the first place? Why does stuff like that happen? Well, let me say it like this. Jesse, the father of David, Jesse, the father of these sons, he, he has his own interest in this. He has... The, he has his plan of how he would like this to unfold. He would like for it to be Eliab. David's not even on the radar. Well, that's not very nice. Well, that's just the way it is in the life of Jesse. And so Jesse is trying to create the narrative here that he wants. And you'll notice that can happen often when you're, you're trying to go a certain route or certain direction and you're being offered something that is, it's just not clicking for you. You're not, it's not clicking. Here's the color we have available. Uh, I don't know. That's a weird color. Well, but the day's your special, the day's your, your, your happy day. We have it available for you for discount. Well, no wonder it's on the discount. Nobody wants it. They've got a whole bunch of it back in overstock, and they can't get rid of it, so they're trying to give it to you <laughs> or somebody who's going to just be willing to accept it. Mm -hmm. And even if it is something being presented as wonderful as Eliab, tall and handsome and all of that, but in your spirit, remember, this comes down to your world, your life, your, ha your personal happiness. If it's not clicking on the inside, you know it because the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you and he'll lead you in every facet of your life. Mm -mm. Are all the young men here? Then he said, there remains yet the youngest and there he is keeping the sheep. In other words, he's, he's not even important. I didn't, I didn't even invite him to the meeting. And Samuel said to Jesse, 
Send and bring him, for we will not sit down till he comes here. Well, now, Pastor Stephen, I'm not trying to be a psychiatrist, but it seems to me like that's a little bit of a dysfunctional, uh, dysfunctional family. Well, yes, welcome to the human planet. Praise the Lord. Well, you, you have a lot of things where the, you have a lot of agendas that are pushed, and you have a lot of things that are done that maybe aren't always fair. But if you walk with the Lord and you allow the Holy Spirit to help you to iron things out in your spirit and get accurate, accurate with God's plan for your life and understanding that, accurate with what you're asking for, you get dialed in. Man, you could, you can go on a you can go on a streak where you you just get real good at this. You're getting prayers answered, and uh, people are like, "What in the world is going on with your life?" It's just like, "Well, I'm taking the time to do this right." <laughs> Woo! Praise the Lord. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to get stuck uh, with something that was a bad choice, and you, you just settled for it. And uh, there's no market for it. You can't really unload it. Now you're just like, oh, well, oh, well, Lord, I guess I'll just have to grin and bear it. Well, you may grin, but you may not really be happy on the inside. And that's not the way God wants your life to be. Praise the Lord. So he sent and brought him in. Now he was ready with bright eyes and good looking. And the Lord said, arise, anoint him, for this is the one. What happened? God got the one he wanted. And he wasn't going to settle for the others, although they're good fellows, but they, they did not have that inward working that God needed in his choice. And David did. And he's the one. And just because the others were rejected, it doesn't mean they're rejected in a sense from the love of God or the, or the blessings of God. It's just that they can't, they can't, they don't have kingly material in them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And that's the stuff that God can see. God was willing to say, uh, nice, uh, but no. Uh, okay, good. Thank you. Nice, but no. Uh, go sit down. Nice, no. Go, go sit down. Nice, no, 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 no. Woo! Praise the Lord. You, you're going to have to have some of that in you. I've seen Christians, they're, they're just willing to accept almost anything. Here, take this. You mean that's the one for me? Yep, that's the one. Here, sign right here. Uh, Okay, if that's what you say, okay. Whoo. And then they, you know, get out in the car and you think, what did I do that for? (laughs) Whoo. My goodness. This, This stuff is very real. Okay, so let me get back to what we're talking about today. Delay is not denial. Oftentimes, the delay is because you're not really dialed in. You're not, you're not dialed in. It's, it's not accurate. But if you can get real accurate with this, and uh, so that you're not going to be altering it two weeks or three weeks later, then, my friends, you're going to see some mighty things happen. For everyone who asks, receives. That will be you. And he who seeks, finds. That will be you. And to him who knocks, that will be you. It's going to be opened. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Thank you, Jesus. Now, verse 11, Jesus continued by saying, if you then being evil or basically having an unsaved nature, 
know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Give good things. God wants to give good things to you. God wants to give good things to you. And you know, you know how life it is. Life, in a sense, is not, it's not like you need something always big and great. You know, that, th- those are special moments. You don't always need something dropped on you that's, you know, the big whopper thing that takes you two weeks just to get over and, wow. Yep, you know, but, but life so often is just like those small things that just, Lord, that would be really sweet, you know, like a cookie. Lord, that, that would just be a sweet blessing in my life. God wants to bless you, hallelujah, where you just have like a trophy wall of those things. Those those wonderful things that God has done for you. How much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Hmm. Praise the Lord. Let there be accuracy in your asking. I was thinking about moving towards the direction of. Of a certain type of purchase in, the, in a different area, a totally completely different area. Uh, this was about this was about a month ago, and so I'm just looking around and wasn't really sure if it was time to buy. But I just went around and and looked around. And after I looked around and kind of looked at the the various options that w- were out there, I just said, Lord, none of it seems right. And I, I had uh, just gotten real quiet before the Lord, and I just said, Lord, none of it seems right. And this song came up in my spirit. It was like sung to me. I heard it being sung. And I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Who's that? You too? That sings that song. And, uh, but that came up in my spirit. I said, well, that's right, Lord. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Oh, Pastor Stephen, just go get hit. Go ahead and get something because it doesn't really matter. Yeah, uh, it does matter. It does matter. And I, I just wasn't, I wasn't content with what I saw. So uh, what do you do, Pastor Stephen? You just wait. You just wait. You just wait till you find it, until you know that you know. Or else you ask, and then, you know, it just never works the way God wants it to, or there's just the ongoing delay and all that stuff. So really, get accurate in your asking, in your seeking, in your, in, in your knocking. You know, people are knocking, knocking. It's not working, Pastor Steve. Well, you're knocking on the wrong door. You're not, even, you're not even accurate. Knock in the right direction. Knock on the proper type of door. Woo, praise the Lord. I mean, do you really want the wrong door to open? Go through the wrong door and be in the wrong place? No, knock in the direction of the, of the door that you want to go through. What does that bring us back to? Accuracy. The accuracy in your asking. Well, that's going to that's gonna require some uh, time just getting alone with the Lord, kind of getting quiet and, uh, you know, ironing that out. Kind of, you know, and you might have to do some footwork also. Go out and check it out. Look around. See what's available. See what the options are. And even should it be something you think, oh, I found it. But they say, you can't get it anywhere in the nation even. Uh, that, that's not an issue. That's never the issue. Oh, that's impossible. Oh, that, that's, no, no, that's not the issue. God, God, can, God can handle stuff like that. The, the issue is your accuracy of what it is you're asking for. Uh, you know, 
I, I'm just trying to tell you, God knows what he wants. And God wasn't going to let Samuel, you know, uh, say, ah, we'll take him. Oh, no, 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 no. God knew who he wanted. David, God gets what he wants. You need to be the same way. Be accurate. Know that you know that's what you want. I, I'm telling you, you move into that. You get dialed in on that. It's coming. It's coming. Glory to God. And usually when you reach that point, it's coming fast and quick. Mm, mm, mm. Glory to God. And yes, yes. It brings a lot of joy. You're like, wow, wow, Lord, you did it again. So once you know the the other types of like what we would call impossibilities, that's, that's never an issue because God can do the miracles. God can do the impossible. God can do all that. You just have to really get this thing figured out and be accurate with your asking. Praise God. Be like God. Know what you want and don't accept any other option besides the one that you want. All those other guys, they'll make a good king. No, they won't. They don't have what David has in him. They don't, they don't have that inner mechanisms of, of the heart he has. Not that they don't love God, but they're not like him. So God knows what he wants, and you need to be the same way. And don't take something, even if they're like, uh, even like, you know, Jesse, the father. Well, now, you know, take these. He doesn't even reveal David. He, he doesn't even want God's choice to be revealed. Hey, what's that you got back there? I just saw. Well, uh, well, uh, we didn't mean for you to see that. We were saving that. Uh, that might be the one. I'm Bring it out. I want to see it. Mm -mm. You have to have some of that in you. Don't just, don't just take something. Mm -mm. Whether it's Jesse the father. <laughs> I'm just telling you there's a lot of people. They have their own agenda baked into what they're trying to do. Well, now if we sell this certain brand, we get a higher commission. Make sure you sell them this brand, although it's a piece of junk, because we get the highest commission. They don't know that, of course. And now they're trying to push that to you. <laughs> just be aware all that stuff floats around out there. So get what you want in here. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word that instructs us and guides us with wisdom that we need to make good decisions in life. Thank you, Father. Let us be like you, unwilling to accept something that is not specifically what we require or want. Now, we thank you. 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 In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Can you imagine a Christian woman? She's single. She wants to get married. And somebody says, oh, oh, just go to church. Any single man will do. They're all the same. They're all men. No, no, it doesn't work like that. They're, they're, all, they're, they're all different. Some have different work ethics. Some have different desire to serve the Lord. Uh, some want to serve the Lord. Some just, you, you know, you, you, you know what I'm talking about. They're, they're all different. They're all different. You have to be selective. You have to be accurate. You have to know what you want. Don't just accept somebody. Whoo. I was a freshman in college, and there was a girl sitting next to me in class. Uh, I can't remember what the class was, and, um, but she said, hi. She just said, you know, we're, we're all freshmen. She said to me, um, hi. I said, hi. 
I said, how are you? She said, I'm doing good. And I said, uh, so what are you here for college to get your major in? She said, oh, I'm not, I'm not interested in even getting the major. I said, really? I said, what are you here for? She said, to get married. <laughs> I, said, I said, you came to college and, you know, you went through all of this enrollment and all this stuff and showed up just to, just to come here to get married? She said, yeah. She said, as soon as I'm getting married, I, as soon as I get married, I'm getting out of all this. I have no interest in this. I said, well, I'm sure you can find somebody that will oblige you and, you know, and uh, get married. Uh, so um, I, think, I think within like uh, two months, she was gone. Somebody said, hey, well, you want to get married? Yeah, she was gone. Just quit, quit classes, quit everything. <laughs> Woo! So look, if you want to do it like that, you know, you could, you could check that off real quick. But uh, I, would, I would certainly suggest that you dig a lot deeper and that you have some criteria and that you have some standards that you will hold to because some things once you've once you've have accepted it uh you're in Woo, praise the lord mm -hmm. so know what you want because god does praise god hallelujah if you're watching today's program and you're intrigued by a god that's so wonderful as as the lord is Knows what he wants, knows what he doesn't. And uh, I mean, the Lord's just straight. He's a straight shooter. And you think, I'd like to serve a God like that. Praise God. I'd like to present an invitation for you to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. He's better than you know. And so if you would like to receive him now, just pray from your heart. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner, but I come to you and I ask you to save me now. Jesus, wash me with your precious blood from this day forward. Lead and take control of my life. Jesus, write my name in your book of life. I receive you now as my Savior and Lord. Amen and amen. Let me be the first to welcome you to the family of God. The Lord does love you greatly, and he will bless you. And serve him and live for him. You are blessed. Praise the Lord. And let me say this. Any backslidden Christians. You happen to be watching this program today. And you once knew the Lord. But you have. You have turned from the Lord. And you're off. In a place you shouldn't be. Come back right now. The Lord will restore you. Just pray this prayer. Say Jesus. I want to come back. I want to come back. Jesus. Please forgive me of my sins. Restore me. In a right relationship with you right now. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Woo! Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's take communion today. Grab some grape juice and some unleavened bread. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the bread. Thank you for the juice. We bless it. We set it apart as holy. We consecrate it. And we thank you that this is now the body and the blood of Jesus, our Savior. Father, as we receive the body of the Lord, we receive his promises. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you that all of your promises are yes and amen. And so we receive Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. We receive it, and we thank you that it's working in our lives. We thank you for great accuracy, great precision in our asking. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's receive. Somebody might be thinking, Pastor Stephen, I'm not sure what to ask for. Well, I would suggest it's probably time to do some more praying then. Do some more praying. Dig deeper. 
talk it over more with the Lord until you get it clarified. Father, thank you for the blood of Jesus that washes and cleanses all of our sins. We thank you, Father, that when we uh, have a sin or we've done something wrong, that we can confess it and you instantly forgive us. We thank you, Father, for your grace to live holy lives, lives that will bring you glory and honor. We thank you, Father God, for your grace to live a clean life. And we thank you for the blood of Jesus that washes us from all mistakes, all sins, all failures, all blunders, all wrong asking, all misdirected asking. <laughs> uh, all of our foolishness and silly things that we've done. We thank you for the blood cleansing and washing. We thank you for your patience with us. Now, we thank you that you give good things to us. You want to, you want to, you want to. And part of that process is asking. So we thank you that we're going to be very precise in it. Father, thank you for the blood of Jesus and for a really wonderful relationship with you with no guilt or condemnation, but clean and a clean conscience through the blood of Christ. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's receive the blood of Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. My friends, before I close, let me remind you of our special offering that we are pulling together and believing God for concerning the October 4th special day of Feast of Tabernacles. This will be a special day where we will bring an offering in into the house of the Lord. You can mail it in. Or bring it in online anytime between now and October the 4th as we are believing God to pay for the special recordings and the special programs for evangelistic use and also to be able to spread out further with the television ministry so that we can reach as many souls as possible for the Lord. I want to say thank you for your special Feast of Tabernacles offering. If you would like to sow into that, please visit the website, stephenbrooks.org, there's information of how you can give to that. Please click on the header that's called Projects, and you'll see the special project for the Feast of Tabernacles, Evangelistic Outreach, Special TV Program Recording, and Airtime Cost. Thank you for contributing to that. And I believe the Lord is going to help you through the Holy Spirit to be very accurate, 100% accurate, with all of your prayer requests and askings. Praise God. Amen. So thanks for watching. I'll see you back next time. Bye-bye.